Hi, it's uh, it's Joe again. Back for week four. Back for some more. Uh, I'm gonna name this episode something like uh, episode four, a new taint, and it's a reference to Star Wars. And uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to everyone involved. How how are all of you doing? Uh, yeah. How am I doing? We'll find out. I'm recording this on January 7th, which is Thursday, around 1.30 p.m. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, yesterday was a pretty interesting day. You know, I, uh, I forgot to order the meat for all my food this week. So that was probably the most interesting thing that happened yesterday. So now I have to go to the store after work and uh, pick up some chicken and brats for the two meals that I was supposed to do this week. That de- That is definitely the most interesting thing that happened on Wednesday, January 6th, 2021. Nothing else of importance happened that day, I'm sure. Um, so let's update everyone on the... The job search. I'm still unemployed. I am still looking for a job. I am still waiting on a response from the last interview I had a couple weeks ago. Uh, they said that I would get a response this week or next week. Today it's kind of looking like next week, considering that it is Thursday. Uh, have a couple of jobs that I'm interested in. We'll see what happens. Not a whole lot of an update on that right now. But uh, for for the Department of Employment Security or whatever the hell it's called, IDES, I'm definitely looking for a job. Um, Please, if you are listening to this, don't think that I'm not looking for a job and don't cut my benefits. Uh, I am looking for a job. I I would much rather be working. I mean, I don't want to work, but I'd like to have a job that pays well. <laughs> um, been playing a little bit more Cyberpunk this week than last week. Um, primarily just been exploring the world of uh, Night City and doing a bunch of side missions to get eddies and level up a little bit. So I've been trying to get some cybernetic upgrades uh, I ran into a couple of bugs, but nothing game-breaking. Uh, the biggest takeaway so far is that this game could definitely use a year or two more polish and uh, just in general testing. There's a lot of uh, things that could be done better. I mean, it's been beaten dead at this point. Like, obviously the game wasn't finished. And it's uh, really unfortunate that uh, CD Projekt Red has uh, burned all the the great uh, PR that they had from The Witcher and whatnot. And yeah, it's just it's it's in general it's sad. It's a fun game. It's still fun, but it's not it's not the behemoth that it wanted to be. Um. My biggest takeaway is that uh, the vehicle controls are awful. I don't remember if I mentioned this last week or the week before, but uh, it reminds me a lot of Grand Theft Auto 4 
and the vehicle control in that game were uh, terrible. The the worst control ever, uh, and probably a, a modern AAA video game. <laughs> but this reminds me a lot of that, so it feels almost exactly the same. All the cars feel like they have no turning radius. Uh, you try to take a turn even at like 40 miles per hour and it's your car skids out of control. It's bad. It's not good. Um, motorcycle is the best way to get around the city. It is fast. It does get out of control, but when it does get out of control, you can always control it. Uh, that's about it. I've enjoyed hunting down cyber psychos and uh, just in general killing a bunch of shit. So it's been fun. It's good. It's kind of relaxing to play a little bit every day when I can. Um, so uh, let's talk about what else happened on Wednesday. Uh, there was the the riots at the Capitol by the cool the cool dudes the cool cool ass dudes they're so cool that uh they're like hey let's let's do some treason you know i'm all for treason but now when they do it so uh yeah uh my my big take is that uh it is all incredibly dumb just everyone involved in that circle is just incredibly dumb I don't understand why. I mean, I understand why they did it, but I just don't understand what what they thought was going to happen. Um, there's other, you know, it's like there they had a plan to do it, but I don't think they had a plan after it happened. And it's uh, it's a big old rookie mistake. If you're going to try to do a coup, you got to at least plan a little bit better. Uh. There were some people, obviously, that looked like they uh, they had some plans, and obviously they didn't get set into motion as well as they thought they were going to. But uh, it overall is just a giant delay into uh, certifying the election that happened in November, and uh, four people died because of that uh, delay, and that's all. All they're going to be known for. Uh, I read on Twitter. I don't know if this is true, so uh, don't don't at me if it's not that someone tasered themselves in in all this and they uh, died of a heart attack. And if that's true, uh, Godspeed to that wonderful hero. Uh, let's get into some other stuff about this. Uh, What's the what's the point of having a gigantic national security apparatus and all that funding that goes into that if they can't prevent stuff from happening like this? Like we could have all the Medicare for all and free college education and various other robust socialist programs that would help out the people in this country. And instead, we uh, have this giant NSA, FBI, CIA apparatus that is uh, basically useless. Um, it could have, we could have uh, 
you know, this could have been prevented probably if we had those programs. These people are still going to exist, but they're less likely going to be as many of them if their basic needs are met. Like if you have a nice paying job and you can afford your rent or your housing, you're, you're less likely going to be involved in a right wing coup. Um, that's just, this is really stupid. This is really dumb. Everything's really dumb. The dumbest thing's always going to happen every single time. And it, this is just uh, more proof of that. Um, previous proof is uh, Joe Biden won the presidency and the primary. Um, he can, uh, he's got a jello brain. Let's put it that way. Um, I uh, have a crackpot theory. Uh, crackpot theory alert. Wee, wee, wee. Here it comes. You ready? Uh, the FBI and the NSA, CIA, whatever you want to call it, our national security apparatus, homeland security, whatever, um, they would have had to have known this was going to happen on Wednesday just because they know so much. Like, the systems that they use are just so powerful, and the monitoring that they have is, like, so good that, A, they knew this was going to happen and did nothing about it, or B, they just were completely blindsided by it, which doesn't surprise me, because I'm sure a lot of the people that were out there protesting are ex-law enforcement or military, or in general in that, those circles, the same people who run the national security apparatus. So it's not really that surprising that there was zero preparation for this. And it seemed like uh, the security was understaffed, which is, is great, you know, considering we spend uh, trillions of dollars on this every year instead of uh, letting people uh, get health health care that they need. It's really cool. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think the FBI and the NSA probably did know about this and they chose nothing to do about it. Uh, not going to speculate why, because I have no idea. I mean, the only people that know are probably in the FBI or the CIA or the NSA. I have a feeling like people had, people at the protests had shirts made and I'm sure this organizing was all done online. Um, I mean, they could maybe possibly blame the reason why this was allowed to happen on the recent Russian hacking that's supposedly happening to our security department, but I highly doubt that's relevant in this case. Um, I'm sure a lot of the planning on this was, happening on like Facebook or Parler or Twitter, something stupid like that. Um, Facebook could have been monitoring this the entire time, but you know, they're, they're enablers of fascism just like everyone else. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of it. I have a feeling that, uh, this might be a ploy to get the, those departments more robust uh surveillance tools 
on uh, our own citizens. Uh, primarily, wouldn't be surprised if this ends up hurting people on the left and not the right who uh, who did this. <laughs> so we'll see. Personally, I uh, just don't care about any of this. Uh, it's interesting in the fact that it's just really dumb. It's, you know, it's like I said earlier, everything that's dumb will happen. Like if you can think of it and it's like the dumbest possibility that's like possible. Like we're not talking like pie in the sky, like, uh, you know, uh, Barack Obama is going to drone strike everyone to death after he's president or whatever, just something really obscure and that's not going to happen in reality. But like, of course this was going to happen. These people are dumb. <laughs> they're, uh, they're entitled and, you know, yeah, they've been talking about it for a while, but it's like, who really cares? Nothing really came out of it besides four people died and they did some damage to the Senate. I know a lot of people are upset. I know a lot of personal people in my life are upset. But it's just, I really just don't care. It doesn't affect me whatsoever at all. Uh, right now, anyway, I I would have ups I would have cared more if like Congress people were being hunted down or killed or whatever. Um, but even even then, it's like. Most of them are, are not great people. <laughs> They're uh, actively working against us and the rest of the people in this country to to make sure that we don't have the the needs and means to succeed. So we uh, continue to be uh, worker bees that uh, get paid well below their worth. So, and they're in the pockets of uh, giant corporations. Uh, there's that's the reason why we don't have Medicare for all because the, the company I used to work for, hell, I can even say it because I don't work for them anymore, worked for Healthcare Service Corporation, formerly of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois, Montana, Oklahoma, Texas, and New Mexico. And they uh, they spent thousands and thousands, millions of dollars lobbying to uh, appeal Obamacare at, at the same time, uh, profited off of it very handsomely. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it's fun. It's fun. That's uh, just one example. And uh, they weren't just, you know, giving money to Republicans. They were also giving money to uh democrats uh more they were more republicans that received money but you know cory booker he loves taking money from health insurance companies uh so do other people so whenever uh these people say you know they're really upset about their norms being violated you know maybe norms do need to be violated but not in the sense of uh a violent upheaval they probably just need to be voted out of office. Uh, don't really think that this dumb podcast has anything to do with my apathetic view on this. I think it's just uh, the last several years of living through the nightmare that is uh, late-stage America. 
um, getting paid way less than I'm worth per hour, struggling for uh, basic human rights, having a massive um, medical debt and bills hovering over my head that uh, make life is life living a little bit harder. Um, you know, we're told a bill of goods that if you go to college and you uh, do really well and you find a job afterwards, you're going to do a lot better in life. And here I am, uh, graduated from college in 2010, and I uh, don't have a job in the career field that I went to college for. And I'm getting paid 15, at last, my last job, I was getting paid 15.50 an hour. And uh, there's places, you know, that like Target starts off at 15 and out, $15 an hour now. You know, there's, it's just the way that uh, America works. They got to keep, keep pay low so profit can continue to be high. I mean, the last two years, HCSC made uh, over $4 billion in profit. And yet I got let go because I was 0.06% over my idle time for, uh, for the month. Very normal, very cool. Not salty at all. So, yeah. Um, it's enough ranting about this. Um, today, after this uh, segment, in the upcoming segment, will be an interview with my uh, lovely wife, Rhiannon. And uh, I'm going to talk to her about the taint. Came up with a set of 10 questions I'm going to ask each of the guests that I have on. Um, I'll have them on periodically throughout the podcast to help with the monotony of my voice. Because uh, I've I've been told I have a decent podcasting voice, but uh, I imagine listening to me for a prolonged amount of time can make people sleepy. Because I have a very monotone voice a lot of the time. Hopefully uh, the audio on this doesn't sound too bad because I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this with the equipment that I have. Right now, what I'm doing is recording on my desktop headset with a USB port. And I plan on recording on my laptop and my desktop at the same time. And we're going to have the conversation over Discord. And I'm just going to record the conversations on each respective computer so it doesn't sound like poop. And then uh, edit it all together so it's nice. So we'll see how it turns out. Um, Anyway, I hope you enjoy the interview that's coming up. And uh, after the interview, I will see you on the other side of the podcast where I will be watching The Taint. Oh. The interview is going to take place later today. I'm going to watch The Taint now, and then we'll do the interview later. But, uh, I, uh, here we go. Number four. Yeah.
Hi, this is uh, the interview for the Irredeemable Trash Podcast, episode four. I would like to uh, introduce my first and maybe final guest on the podcast, Rhiannon, my lovely wife. Hello. Uh, I already screwed up the first question. (laughs) Question number one, what's your first name? Rhiannon. Hi. Hi. (laughs) Uh, What's your relationship to me? Uh, We have been married since October 14th, 2016. How do you feel about that? Good. We knew each other before that point. I would hope so. That would be really kind of weird if we didn't. But yes, so we are married. I'm feeling pretty good about it. That's good. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Those are the easy questions. Okay. Now we're on to question number three. Do you remember roughly when the last time you watched The Taint? I was trying to figure this out earlier today, and I'm not 100% sure, but it was probably like, what do you think? Like, in one of our first apartments together, so probably five-ish years ago, maybe five yeah, I think I've, I think it was in yeah. the the two bedroom and not the townhouse. Yeah, so five-ish years. Yeah, I'm gonna go five years. Yeah. Who was there when you watched it? I think it was just me and you. Yeah. And the cats. Yeah. We have three pet cats. I think at that point we only had two. Yeah, that's true. We might have had some rats, actually. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Well, Maybe. we might have even not had the cats. It might have just been rats. You know what? Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember no, exactly what month it was. <laughs> if, if it was, it was before... before we were married, then it was probably just rats. I think it was just rats then. Yeah. Okay. At, so... w- at one point, we had over 15 rats. Yes. That's uh, a lot of energy. Well, there's your, uh, your fun podcast... Uh, tip i guess it's not even a tip <laughs> uh faq uh fact i guess it's fact it's fun a fact, fact. Yeah. yeah fun fact all right uh how many times have you seen the taint just the once yeah uh that was enough yep that's enough for most people yeah i've watched the taint four times uh four weeks in a row at this point oh fun um there's so, a reason why I don't watch it with you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think most people that I'm going to be interviewing are going to have the same sentiment as you. Yeah. I'd say every time we talk to, when you meet my friends and when initially when you met my friends and stuff, you're always like, we should get them to watch this. And I was like, no, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I, not until they have a good impression of you. And then maybe you can watch it. I, I could probably get Chewy to watch it with me. Probably. He's down he for anything. He watched the Greasy Strangler with me, so. He did. He's th- a good sport. I think your brother said that he would come on my podcast, too, so we'll see. Oh, I'm sure he would. He's also a very good sport. Yeah. All right. We're already on question number seven. Okay, uh, see? This wasn't as nerve-wracking as I thought it was going to be. No. What's the most memorable scene that you can think of from the movie? I can't remember... To be honest with you, and I, I didn't want to spoil myself, so I didn't even look up what it's about anymore because I wanted to be, honest. I wanted, 
honestly didn't I, even know you'd be able to find anything about what it, what it's about. There's not a there's not a Wikipedia page. I don't know if there is. I don't wow. know. I haven't looked it up. That should be one of your episodes. You uh, making a Wikipedia page? Oh boy, that's such exciting content. <laughs> uh, but I didn't look it up, and I didn't look up the plot because I was like, I need to be authentic with what I remember, and I vaguely remember people in a basement. Uh, I remember there was a lot of prosthetic penises. Yeah. At least I hope there were prosthetics. And they were. Um, were they at a water reservoir at one point? Yes. Okay. And I think people's heads exploded, right? Is that true? Oh, uh, you kind of cut out for me. What did you? What was the last little bit you said? Did that people's heads explode? There are some heads that explode, and okay. in more ways than one. Okay, that's. Honestly, it's it's kind of like a fever dream situation. Yeah. I I re- I know that I watched it. I remember we watched it. And then, you know, it's probably one of those situations where I was like, well, never have to think of that again. Let's just yeah. put it away. <laughs> this is just going to get instantly deleted from my brain. Although, I have to say, more than anything, I remember the music. Because I actually do listen to the music. The music is a bop. It's a, it is a bop. It's really good. M- yeah, and you play it sometimes when I have to get up yeah. out of bed, and I don't want to. Yeah. And uh, so you play it. Yeah, the music is the best part about the movie, Hand, yeah. hands down. I think anyone I agree. would agree to that. I would agree. So I guess if I had to, if that's the most memorable thing, because that's what I have actually taken with me as opposed to yeah. forcibly forgetting. The music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a feeling that's also going to be a... A well-held uh, agreement among other people. I think so. All right. I would agree. What did you like about the movie and what did you dislike about it? We um, kind of already touched about what you remember. I like the music. I think, again, that's going to have to be the highlight. I remember there being a lot of, like, colors, right? It's pretty vivid. Mm-hmm. So I think it was... Um, I think it was visually interesting, uh, and I, and I remember going into it, you're like, this is a great feminist movie and you're going to like it. <laughs> and I don't know necessarily if I took that away from it, but I could see it. I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not like super, super big into like that gore that doesn't, that doesn't like float my boat necessarily. So it wasn't necessarily something I was like, oh Yeah. The bloodier, yeah. the better. Um, so I didn't love that part about it. Honestly, what I think I liked the most about it was listening to you like it. Cause I really like, obviously it's something that you really like or liked in the past. I don't know if you like it anymore after watching it every day or every week for a year. But um, I think what I liked about it is like listening to you like it and explain it and talk about drew and all the things you knew about it that was that was a nice part about it yeah, yeah. i get i get that you're gonna probably be the only person <laughs> that, that says that wow. i think i've already talked to alex kind of about it mm-hmm. he'll probably be the next person i interview and he's all like i kind of wish you hate the movie at the end of this <laughs> i mean i don't see how you can't though that's the thing is that like i don't know if there's something that i love enough to watch every week for 52 weeks and not come out of it and kind of be like i never want to see that ever again yeah so maybe that yeah 
last week I was thinking this is going to be a long year, but yeah. uh, this week wasn't too bad. Just for the movie, or you mean the week in general? Because the week was kind of <laughs> shit. Uh, the, the, the week was a little intense. I don't know. I don't. I I honestly think the week was pretty great. Um, well, I still think no matter what, I think 2021 is going to be a long year. Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number nine. Okay. If you had to give the movie a score on a scale of one being the worst movie you've ever seen and 10 being the best, what would you give it and why? Well, we all know the worst movie I've ever seen is her. So. <laughs> Which, again, was another movie you loved and I absolutely hated. Um, I've actually only ever seen her once, so maybe I'll have to watch it again. So you just pretend to like it because it makes me angry. No, I actually really liked it. Oh, okay. That's a fun thing. People don't get to see in our relationship is that most of the time you just end up pretending to like something or saying that you like something or just because it irritates me and you like to see the face I make when I'm irritated. Uh, sometimes it's not Which always is, true. It's a dangerous game that you play. Yeah. Um, so the scale is what zero is like the worst one is being the, the worst and then 10 the being okay. the best. What's, what's the best movie? Oh, never mind. Sorry. Uh, that's question number 10. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so, All right. Yeah. Let's give it a scale. Oh boy. Um, okay. So I'll go with it two i'm not gonna give it like i'm not gonna give it like the worst i mean okay i'll do three three i'll do three i'll do three um three and three forks and a time (laughs) uh i'll yeah it's not it's honestly not terrible and maybe again it's like i haven't watched it for such a long time maybe it's like the the beauty of time is is making it seem more appealing in the in the past i guess but it's not too terrible and again for the music alone it has to get a couple um bumps up there so yeah maybe for a future episode i'll have you watch it with me and you'll do a whole podcast okay i can do that (laughs) you know you didn't sound real excited about that (laughs) well you know i'm working remotely at home so it's not like there's a whole lot of yeah stuff to do i'm not working at all so yeah so we got plenty of we got (laughs) plenty of free time Alrighty. And then question number 10, last question. What are the best and worst films you've ever seen? Um, okay. So I have a hard time when someone asks what my favorite movie is, because I don't think I necessarily have a favorite movie. I think I've got movies that I like to watch uh, when certain moods, like, you know, Christmas was just here. So there's certain movies I really like to watch. Like, and they're um, all pretty were... bad what no they're not well the, yeah yes yeah the ones on like netflix and like the the hallmark movies yes they all are bad but i watch them because they're bad yeah because i like them because uh, they're predictable and i don't have to you know they're just kind of they're funny to you know kind of laugh at and how bad they are um but you know there's like while you were sleeping is a good classic and i think i made you watch that this year with me and it was pretty good yeah it was pretty um, good but yeah, I'm trying to think of like favorite, like I think not even favorite movies, but like comfort movies. Like Jumanji was on the other day um, while we were cleaning and I definitely got sucked into that because I was like, that's a comfort movie from my childhood that I remember What's Jumanji? Watching. Jumanji. Jumanji, you mean? Jumanji. Jumanji? Yeah. 
Why Jumanji. Did you, why did you say it? Jumanji. Jumanji. That's how I say it. That's how I say it. Okay. <laughs> so that's a good comfort movie. I'm sure as soon as we stop recording, I'll think of like six more. But um, but yeah, Circle of Friends was something that we always watched, me and Jessica and Sarah, my best friends. And so, yeah, so I think a lot of those comfort movies are for it for me. Worst movies, I definitely have more opinions on. I think her, I didn't like so much. I think um, you like a lot of artsy fartsy um, movies that are a bit more like indie. Um, And there's been a couple that I really, really liked. And there's a couple that I was not so much of a fan of. I'm trying to remember the ones that were like, this is pointless and I'd rather watch paint dry. The lobster. Oh my God. Well, yeah, that was pretty bad. I didn't love that one. I also didn't love the one about the cannibals in uh, Raw French. Yeah, I liked Raw. I think, and I think that was just because that was like it was just disgusting. It was like past the point of what. Yeah. I really wanted to. Raw's a good movie, experience. in my opinion, but I don't think if I had to give Raw the same treatment that I'm giving The Taint, I don't think I would last very long. No, it's very yeah. It's pretty gross. Oh, what was that one? Um, Mandy? Mandy. I, I didn't like Mandy. Mandy, yeah. So I think you liked Mandy more than I did, actually. I think just because the bad guy got killed in the end, I think that yeah. redeemed it a little bit for me. Sorry, spoilers. Oh, uh, I'm sure all four listeners that we have have Nicholas seen Cage. Mandy. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is going to listen to this and come after me for spoiling his movie. Um, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is coming after you. You better watch the fuck out. Because <laughs> I'm gonna break his neck. Oh boy, oh boy. But I'm thinking, yeah, I think, and again, probably as soon as we stop recording, I'll think of like all the movies that I absolutely hated. Yeah, but I'm sure I've made you watch a, a hand, a few uh, of them. I'm sure that one uh, anniversary we have. Um, most oh. most of the time in our anniversaries that like what we do is our because it's so near Halloween is we watch um, scary movies and just eat a bunch of snacks, which is always fun. Yeah. Um, and one Halloween we watched The Witch. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it was OK overall. Um, you know who's in The Witch, though, is the girl that's in Queen's Gambit. Is she? Yeah, it's the same girl. I just I w- realized that. I would have noticed. Um. And that that movie brought us Black Philip, and that that's good. Yeah. Every time we see a a black goat, a, we're like Black Philip. But that yeah, wasn't the greatest either. But I so liked some, it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess maybe I have like basic basic bitch tendencies in movies. I like a rom com. I like a comedy. Yeah. I'm not super into artsy fartsy. I'll do it. You know, I'll I'll watch it because you definitely expanded my movie horizons. But oh wow, I like the. I like those. I like those comfort movies, and also I like watching things I've watched a bunch, so it's not pre- it's predictable, and I know what happens. Uh, I think and I don't think you, you like rewatching movies that much. It depends on the movie. Obviously, yeah. I'm watching The Taint <laughs> once a week, so it's not too bad. But that's true. Uh, I I think you've rewatched The Office three times since we moved into this house. Since the quarantine, 100%. I was just thinking about that. I was like, God, I watched The Office a lot. I don't know. There's something comforting about it. I know. I know it. I like it. I think Between that and Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. And I think you also watched The Good Place. I did watch The Good Place over again. Yeah. Yeah. And meanwhile, I haven't haven't watched anything. Yeah. 
no, it's I I need something I need something light and happy and yeah comforting. So. All right. Well, that wraps up the questions. Uh, All right. I I don't think there's anything that you have to plug, but you're more than welcome to plug something. Stay the fuck home and wear a mask. There you go. All righty. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day. All right. I'm uh, going to bed. Yeah. I'm going to edit this (laughs) so it can release tomorrow. All All right. right. Well, bye. Bye. Drew, Drew, are you down here? No. Listen, uh, Drew, were you and your friends messing around with my wine collection? No, Dad. You know how much I was looking forward to drinking that 1983 Campbell Farms Merlot. Fuck you. What have I told you about language, son? Come on. So anyway, how are the experiments going? We're only on the verge of a major scientific breakthrough. Mm Mm-hmm. So you say all this stuff's gonna help me grow a bigger Johnson, huh? No, Dad. You don't get any. Well, I mean, I've got a pretty good one now, but, uh, I could stand to use another eight or nine inches, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, who couldn't? <laughs> right, son? But, uh, when you guys get rich and famous, send over some of those hot ladies you're always talking about to your old man, all right? And you don't get any of my rich guy pussy when I'm rich. You're done with pussy. Oh, come on, son. Don't watch the language, all right? I hope you enjoyed the interview with uh, my lovely wife. Here's the second half of the show. Just watched The Taint for the fourth time. Well, fourth week in a row. I'm going to do this every single time. Um, Yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Here's some notes that I had while I was watching. Uh, I wonder what the people who were at the Capitol on Wednesday would think about the the taint. A lot of them are uh, extremist Christians and weird gun-obsessed dinks, so uh, I imagine a lot of them would hate it. However, there's a bunch of people that are into these kind of movies on that side as well, and uh, I think they might think this is their uh, perfect utopia where they get to kill women for just existing. If you're a weirdo that uh, supported the raid on the Capitol, or you were there, uh, let me know what you uh, think of the taint. Also, uh, tell me your uh, full legal name and address so I can send you some cookies. Uh, I made a whole bunch the other day, and I need to get rid of them. I need to check out the behind the scenes on the DVD or Blu-ray or whatever, and uh, I remember the puke scene at the beginning of the movie. I think it's real. I think the way they achieved that was that uh, Drew, the actor and director, uh, he plays Phil, he just chugged a bunch of really like cheap, shitty beer and forced himself to throw it up. I want to say it was uh, probably Lockie's Best or uh, Paps Blue Ribbon or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I'm in a better mood this week, so, you know, the viewing wasn't as, uh, boring. I've had a lot of time to, uh, do things outside of holiday prep and cleaning and whatnot. 
So Ewan wasn't too bad today. Um, so maybe my overall feelings about the movie are more related to my overall mood for the day or week when I watch it. I'm trying to make the best out of uh, the parts of the movie that I don't really love so much. So uh, I talk about the commercial and the scientist section of the movie where uh, it's a commercial for their penis enhancement drug that is the reason why all, the entire movie is happening. And it's called Coxanium. And uh, it's a bunch of Nazis in the, in the commercial and they're measuring people's dicks. And if their dicks aren't big enough, they shoot them in the head. And then they get to a guy whose dick's really big. And there's some text on the screen about how uh, if you don't want to get sh shot and killed by a Nazi, that uh, you need to take the drug so you get a big dick. So evidently, in this commercial, the Nazis were creating a super race of big-dicked people. Who knew? Uh, maybe it's true. Who knows? Maybe that was all about, who knows? Uh, <laughs> Drew's dad is my uh, favorite character of this recording. Uh, I hope he gets his uh, 1983 Campbell Farms Merlot that he wanted in hell, because he's dead. He dies in the movie. Uh, due to recent events uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, the scene where Phil wipes all the cum and blood that he has on his face on the American flag. Uh, that was extra funny today. It'll always be a top five for me, but uh, today it's number one. It's really funny. Uh, it's really cool. And, uh, yeah, very, very excited. It was, a good, it was a good watch. We watched it. We did it. Number four is in the bag. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, you feel free to email me at uh, irredeemabletrashpot at gmail.com. I'm not going to spell it. Figure it out. Uh, you can also hit me up on Twitter at uh, irtrashpod or my personal Twitter account, Dr. Spagooters, Dr. Spagooters. Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. I love you all. Uh, be safe out there. And uh, let's hope, since the Democrats won uh, the Georgia race, it looks like, we get that extra money. Let me know what you're going to spend your uh, extra $2,000 on. Let's hope they uh, keep their promise. I'm going to blow all of mine on cocaine. Goodbye.